What's up, Internet? My name's David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. Yeah. Das is right. We are back for a Tuesday edition of the Nightly Morning Show here at twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly. If you're catching this later, on YouTube or on our podcast feed, I just want you to know that we record this live on Twitch every single Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. You can come join us. You can come be in the chat. It's I a lot promise of fun. you. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. We have a good time. If you uh, if you live in a different time zone, it's the nightly show. If yeah. you live in a different time zone than that, it's the morning show. And sometimes it's the mid afternoon show. Time zones, y'all, they're crazy. They're <laughs> they're so weird. Yeah. Yes, they are. It's very confusing. They're so weird. <laughs> there, I we we found out yesterday. I don't. I don't think this was in the morning show. I think this was later in the day. But that there are places in I think New Zealand that have fifteen minute time zones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did find that out. How? That <laughs> how in the world? I think it was on the morning show actually. Mm, like I think it was I before remember. we recorded. Or we something. stream so much. I know it all kind of like <laughs> melds together. <laughs> If you're ever bored, just go on Twitch. We're probably there. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> One of us is probably streaming. Yesterday you were streaming. I was. A little cyberpunk. I played cyberpunk for the first time. Mm-hmm. Wow. I here's the funniest part for me was actually I so I opened the game, and it was like, can we use your data to troubleshoot whatever that. Like, <laughs> will you please tell us what goes wrong yeah yeah so it was like will like do you consent to like sending data so that we can make the game better and i clicked yes and the game crashed wait really yeah. oh i missed that it was like the first thing i did i was like oh uh, yeah sure i'll do that game crashed and i was like this is going very I wonder well. I wonder if CD Project Red got that information. Oh, I sent it to them. Yeah. Here's what's here's what's They're interesting. They're like, "Uh-oh, Cyberpunk stopped working. Do you want to send it?" And I was like, "Yeah." I I wonder though if that's because you're borrowing it from my Steam library. Because mm. I have not I other than like some in-game like weird glitchy small glitches that have literally not impacted my experience at all. I haven't had a single problem. Well, that was the only time like it happened. That's a lie. There was that one time where I couldn't change dialogue options and so I rage quit. But um, that was at the end of a 10 hour stream and no, no, that was the end of my Friday stream and it was like 11 o'clock on Friday and I was just like, I'm oh, going to bed. Oh, you're like, I'm done. Um, but I haven't, here's the thing. Like we have a, a 2070 RTX. Um, I'm running everything on ultra except ray tracing, which I only have on high. I turned ray tracing down from ultra to high. I think I have and I'm on streaming. high. Maybe I should turn it up to ultra. I, and I'm streaming and I have not had uh, many problems. Yeah. Except for that one weird ghost on top of the car thing that happens to both of us. Yeah, I've had that one where this person, like, kind of glitches on top of your car. And then it's I a weird, had yeah. one little glitch where some guy's phone, he was holding it, but the phone stayed in every place that he moved. So there was, like, a bunch of, like, phones in that, like, area. But, like, that's um, it. Like, nothing game-breaking. Here's the thing, y'all. Uh, we are having a great cyberpunk experience. Mm-hmm. But not everyone is. Um, the truth is that if you are playing on the PS4 or on the Xbox, the original Xbox One, not the PS4 Pro, it's just the base model PS4 and Xbox. So if you have a PS4 Pro, you're probably having a fine time. But uh, if you are playing it on an original PS4 or an original Xbox One, you're not. Um, and CD Projekt Red, uh, I'm not going to read the whole statement, 
but um, I will, I'm just going to cherry pick some things out of it. Mm -hmm. CD Projekt Red has put out a statement. Um, they, they start off by saying, first of all, we'd like to start by apologizing for not showing the game on base last-gen consoles before it premiered, and in consequence, not allowing you to make a more informed decision about your purchase. We are sorry that we hid the fact that our game doesn't work, is what that says. That's a little messed up. Yeah. It's a little messed up. Um, we should have paid more attention to making it play better on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. No, what you should have done is made it next-gen exclusive. Yeah, like... I'm sorry, but, like, the game is... The, the game is just clearly too big for those consoles. It's yeah, this game is... Like, if you haven't seen any footage or played it at all, this game is massive. Mm -hmm. uh, second, we will fix bugs and crashes to improve the overall experience. There's going to be two big patches. Patch number one will come in January, and patch number two will come in February. Together, these should fix the most prominent problems you're facing on last-gen consoles. Uh, finally, we would always... Uh, this is the big statement. Uh, finally, we would always like everyone who buys our games to be satisfied with their purchase. We appreciate if you would give us a chance, but if you are not pleased with the game on your console and don't want to wait for updates, you can opt to refund your copy. For copies purchased digitally, please use the refund system of PSN or Xbox, respectively. Mm -hmm. For boxed versions, please first try to get a refund at the store where you bought the game. Should this not be possible, please contact us at helpmerefund at cdprojectred.com. Mm -hmm. We will do our best to help you. Starting from today, you can contact us for a week up until December 21st. So, um... They also, at the end, put PS, PC gamers will also be getting regular updates and fixes improving the game. Here, Here's the thing. Oh, boy. This is a mess, but the, I, I, am, I, I, I feel like they are handling it. They handled it wrong up until now, and they are starting to handle this situation right. I feel like this is... They, they've set up a way that even if the store you bought the game from will not refund it, they will. Yeah. They've set... They've And look, they've handled it 100% wrong until now. They, 100%. Mm -hmm. Not showing base models when it, it does not work. Like, I've seen some of the PlayStation 4 footage. It It's bad. Like, yeah. it's... it's it's un, It doesn't... You can't play the game at all. And it's a $70 game. Yeah. In Canada, it's like an $80 game because of, you know, just exchange rates yeah and they've handled it 100 percent wrong they should have made it next gen exclusive if you're gonna try and make the <laughs> the most advanced game ever yeah just, just just put it on the but now they're giving there's a way for you to get a refund and yeah. i feel like okay they're starting to do the right thing but boy does their credibility take a hit here yeah but also like i think that i think that them trying to do the right thing now it does shed like put them in a better light you know what i mean like yeah. muddles muddles has said you know if the game had been by anyone else there wouldn't have been like a reaction from them they would have just gone on their way and and i'm not sure about that i don't like i feel like i don't know game i don't think a company could have ignored this well much backlash i mean they're trending like they're yeah. they're the number one trending thing on twitter like they can't yeah, yeah. but definitely like offering refunds is i think the best case scenario you yeah. Know, if you screw up, you own up to it, and and you give people their money back. So I, I can't I can't be too upset with that. You know. Yeah, it's more it's more just that it's. I feel like they were put in a position where they announced a release date. They delayed once. The backlash to them delaying was so strong that they were like, "Well, we have to, we can't delay again." Yeah. Because their stock price took a huge hit when they delayed the first time, and they were like, "All right, we don't have a choice. We have to put it out the second time," mm -hmm. and. I hate to say this, 
but it is kind of the gamer's fault in a way. The, mm. the, the, the gaming community takes some blame here for being so toxic towards developers online. Like, developers, I'm not surprised they put the game out. De we had, yeah. we talked, one of the titles of one of the morning shows, if you go back to our, when we first started in October, was, was that developers were getting, were getting death, death threats. threats. People were threatening to kill developers. Developers at CD Projekt Red who were not part of the decision to delay the game. Yeah. Who had no active participation in that decision. But they were threatening to kill developers because they were delaying the game by three weeks. Yeah. And, and then they wonder why it feels rushed when it comes out. Yeah. And I get it. Like, the, the, the market that we have created as a gaming community is an incredibly toxic place. Yeah. And so for these, these people who made the game, like, I totally understand the feeling of, well, we, we don't really have a choice. We have to put the game out now and we'll see what happens. Like, yeah. and here's, here's the thing. I am in love with the game. Yeah. I love it. I, I, the last time I felt this way about a video game was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. Um, it, it's giving me the same feeling as that game. And like, there are just some times where a game really, really catches you and you just feel so, like, invested in a world. Yeah, oh, and for sure. And CD Projekt Red has pulled off something really, really impressive. Yeah. Um, and I love it. I love it a lot. Mm -hmm. And I just, I feel bad for the developers because it's, it's so apparent to me that every single part of this world they put so much care and so much like work into every little thing everything is so crafted and such there's such care there yeah it's just the making it work on all these different consoles that seems to be the difficulty which would be you know i can't even imagine the kind of work that goes into that mm -hmm. so like i think uh, yeah i think that you know unfortunately there is this like toxicity um within like the the gaming world where mm -hmm. people think that I don't know, that they're safe behind their screens and they can, like, threaten people yeah. when they don't get their way. Like, it's like a, it's like an ear, eight-year-old throwing a tantrum. You know what I mean? Kind of, yeah. Well, it is. But and it's, then, but it's a bunch of people, mostly, mostly men online. Yeah, big babies being online. Entitled. Yeah, yeah. Being entitled. And it's really unfortunate, like, that that's, that that is a part of, that that gets associated with gamer culture in a way. Because there yeah. are so many amazing parts of it. I mean, like, Twitch has so many wonderful communities. Mm -hmm. You know, we are lucky that we have such an incredible community. We've met so many wonderful people. Like, there there are so many good things about it that these people just kind of ruin it, in a sense, because that's what gets trending on Twitter. And yeah, and that's and, and that, and that's the thing. Like, there, there probably are as many tweets about how much people are enjoying cyberpunk as there yeah. are about this stuff you just don't see it because the algorithm doesn't boost yeah. it nobody nobody wants to read the the positive shit if there's negative stuff out there instead no. like like people will always remember the negatives uh i don't know i guess it's just what we're like programmed for but i will say if you do have the ps4 or xbox version and you are not having a good time please feel free to go get that refund and um, maybe try the game again. Honestly, get the refund now because they say the game will probably be fixed by February. It'll probably be cheaper by February. So just mm -hmm. don't wait. <laughs> just yeah. get the refund now and then buy it for cheaper in a couple of months. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I that's, that's, that's all I want to say about that. I, I, yeah, no, there's that's not fair. much more there. 
I think the game is incredible. It's not for other people. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but at the end of the day, you can get a refund, and I, I hope that if you're having a bad experience, you do, because I don't want anyone to waste their hard-earned cash money. Yeah. Y'all, we are getting another Dungeons & Dragons movie. Oh, I don't know if boy. you know us, but we are both huge fans of Dungeons and Dragons. Uh-huh. I don't. Get, I haven't played as much as I would like in my life. Um, we'll fix that. Unfortunately, we'll fix it. But I know. I'm, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a big fan of Dungeons and Dragons, and I'm a big fan of Dungeons and Dragons content, uh, especially lately. Oh. Been listening to a lot of Dungeons and Dragons podcasts. Okay. Uh, yes. Dungeons and Daddies, yes. really great. Uh-huh. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm considering starting Critical Role, but there's just so many episodes. It, I know, we'd have to, like, break it down and figure out where we wanted to start with it. Yeah, um, yeah. And I would start at the beginning because I have a problem. I am OCD about content. Um, which is fine. You know, which like, is fine. It's great. It's, it's great. It, it's, <laughs> the playmat in the chat says you don't have the time for Critical Role. <laughs> yeah, it's so, you know, it's it's dense, it's hefty, they, they do a lot, which is, like, awesome, but... For people like that, like we're we're already very busy. Yeah. The thing is, like the the thing is, there hasn't been a good D and D movie made ever. They've only made one. No. You make it seem like they've made a bunch of D and D. There movies. have been several Dungeons and Dragons based movies. Wait, what? Yes. I thought the only one was the one with Jer- uh, Jeremy Irons from two thousand. Oh, that's also woof. Yeah, they've made a few. Um, I, I could... Were, but, were, okay, were these, like, theatrically released movies? Or were they, are these, like, direct-to-DVD, like... That, I don't Because here's my question. I, 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 the only Dungeons & Dragons movie I know is the one with Jeremy Irons. Yeah. And it's excellent. It's excellent. Get high with a bunch of friends and watch it. You will have a good time. The experience of watching it high with friends is excellent. Okay, all right. I've never seen it sober, and you know what? Yeah. I don't think that I will. <laughs> David does find a way to enjoy almost anything. Yeah. yeah. It's called drugs. And if, yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I love bad movies. Like, I love... I know. I love movies that are, like... I, I go to the theaters by myself... To and like a 10 a.m. matinee to watch Jedi. the worst movie. <laughs> Shut up your face. That is not a bad movie. You just don't like it. There's a difference. The, there is a difference between like something mm. being uh, not your taste and something genuinely not working. Mm-hmm. And when something genuinely just doesn't work, I love it. It's a good experience <laughs> to me. I don't think that's what's going to happen here because I trust this team. Uh, yeah. Dill Pickle in the chat says, don't be mean to Claris. I'm not being mean to Claris. She is crapping on a good <laughs> Star Wars movie, and I don't want to hear anything else about it. Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly, I don't know if you guys know them, <laughs> they wrote Game Night, one of the best um, comedy movies of the last five years. Mm-hmm. Game Night is incredible. Mm-hmm. Game Night is so funny. I Game Night is one of the... F- like few non-superhero movies that I went and saw and then I called up some, a friend and was like we're going to see this movie tomorrow uh-huh. and like went the next day um because it's brilliant I need to see it I oh have, my god I Rachel McAdams and Jason Bateman and the, that whole cast um the coach from Friday Night Lights it's 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 so funny um it's so 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 good it's also mm-hmm. one of the few comedies in the last few years to actually make money um, they are writing and directing the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Um, I think they're still attached to the Flashpoint movie that's coming out. 
So this would probably be their next project after that. Right. But they're going to write and direct a Dungeons & Dragons movie starring Chris Pine. Yeah, here's the thing. I feel like I I, I am cautiously optimistic Mm -hmm. because, you know, D&D does not have a good track record when being made into other mediums, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And so, but here's the thing. I, I don't know if Chris Pine would, like, do something that he was like, oh, this is bad, you know, so that I, mm-hmm. I feel like there's there's got to be something there, you know, there's there's got to be something there, like it definitely must have the potential, and that makes me excited, that makes me excited, because I love D&D, and honestly, I think Chris Pine is fantastic, he was a great Captain Kirk, he was, he, like, he's funny, he's, he was amazing in Into the Woods, mm-hmm. like, one of the only good parts about that movie, and, like, I just... Uh, like that itself makes me excited um i love this idea and i hope that it is i here's the thing with the original dungeons and dragons movie is it all takes place if i'm remembering this right and i might not be substances were involved there's no like there's no real world stuff in it it all takes place in the world of dungeons and dragons uh yeah i believe so i don't want that I want the movie to be framed around four or five people around a table and the Dungeons and Dragons part becomes like visuals, mm-hmm. but the, the playing of D&D is the thrust of the movie. Okay. So you want it based on people playing the game, not like set in Here's the, the thing. Forgotten Realms. If you're going to set it in the Forgotten Realms, it is no longer Dungeons and Dragons to me. That's not what Dungeons and Dragons is. Dungeons and Dragons is the experience of being around the table. Okay. And and the storytelling of that. Mm -hmm. And the real world relationships. Here's the thing. I want the movie to talk about the real world relationships of tabletop gamers playing Dungeons and Dragons. And how the playing of the game affects their real life relationships. That's interesting to me. If you're going to make a fantasy movie set in the Forgotten Realms, it's not Dungeons and Dragons. It's just another fantasy movie. And I don't... It could be good or bad, you know, but like yeah. it, you could, at that point you could call it anything. Yeah. You could call it the nine rings. You could call it literally any movie. And I, it's not Dungeons and Dragons. It's not Dungeons and Dragons unless it has to do with people playing Dungeons and Dragons to me. Right. We call it the Forgotten Realms. Like it's, it's just, it's going to be immediately less interesting to me if you call it Dungeons and Dragons and there's no element of dice rolling and, and all of the things that... And role play in that sense. If you do a really you if you do a really good Dungeons & Dragons movie, there should be a point in the movie where someone rolls a critical fail and it like yeah. drastic... And like the emotion in the theater erupts because you have that moment of like, no! Like, yeah. 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 And then it cuts to the visual of like that person's character literally dying. But it's not real, but it's real to those people and so it's important... Mm-hmm. I think there's a way to do that that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I don't think... And, and here's why I like this team, right? The The whole premise of Game Night is that it's a group of friends playing a game. Yeah. And granted, it's kind of a ridiculous game and it gets way out of hand and... <laughs> it's so good. Um, and Rachel McAdams, she is amazing. Um, True. They've kind of already figured out how to make this work once. Yeah. So they've done something similar to the way that I would want this movie to work. Right. Um, they're also giant nerds. They are. Yeah. Which I think I think They're helps. my people. I, I agree. I think that like if you wanna do a Dungeons and Dragons movie, I, I agree. I wanna see the D D aspect of it. 
because yeah, if you set the movie in the world that D&D is based on, it's not based off of Dungeons and Dragons in that sense. It's based off of just an, a world that someone's already kind of created. Um, and I think, mm-hmm. like, I, I like I think that the the people that would have to create this movie would have to be big nerds and big D and D people. Like you couldn't, oh, yeah, yeah. you couldn't give this idea to just anybody, um, which you know is why I say I'm like cautiously optimistic because mm-hmm. like I think that there, there must be some kind of potential there. If you saw a photo of the, of John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, is his name Gold? Yeah, Goldstein. You would go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They know what they're doing. <laughs> which... They got beat up in middle school. <laughs> Wow. They're my people. I, I know them. Uh-huh. I don't know them, but I know them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. There are certain people where kindred you're like, spirits. hey. Yeah. Kindred spirits. For sure. <laughs> Thank you for the follow of Um, Yeah, definitely kindred spirits. Okay. All right. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for the premise of them making this movie. If yeah. their names weren't attached and it was just Chris Pratt, it would Chris be different. Pine. To Chris Pine. Whatever. They're all. There's a bunch of Chris's. And we're not going to rank them. That is a thing that happened on Twitter, and boy, did that get out of hand fast. Um, <laughs> Let's rank all the blonde Chrises in Hollywood. Muddles forty in the chat says, Psst, David, cue Claris news. So I guess it's time, y'all. No. Claris makes up the news. Why? Because <laughs> the chat asked for it. Not prepared for this. <laughs> oh my god. Um... Um, oh God. <laughs> Welcome to Claris Makes Up the News. Um, <laughs> there was a dangerous highway chase that involved a golden retriever driving a truck and playing the guitar and going down the freeway in the wrong direction. People are still confused as to how he was able to steer and play the guitar and reach the pedals all at the same time, but this is one talented pup and you're going to want to keep an eye on him on YouTube when he gets out of jail. And that's the news. I love the idea that the puppy's going to jail. Like, I mean, he was driving the wrong day, way down the freeway, so he probably hurt some people. Oh my you know? god. <clears throat> oh my god. Oh, that was good. He was uh, playing Thank God. That was god. the best one yet. He was playing Thank God I'm a Country Boy. <laughs> We're live on the farm, ain't nothing but a fiddle. Thank God I'm a Country Boy. Oh my god, that was um, mm-hmm. that was special. Thank you for that, Clarus. You're uh, welcome. As always, we do have to say that was not true news. That was fake <laughs> news uh, made up by Clarus Chakaris, because uh, most of what we say is real news. Um, yeah, and, most um, of it. Oh, boy, <laughs> hey, wow. Sammy. Wow. What? You good? Yeah. So, as we talked about yesterday, Cassie Lang will be becoming stature in the new Endgame movie. Uh, no, sorry, in the uh, Ant-Man 3. Ant-Man. Yeah. Follow-up trend game. But the actress who played Cassie Lang in Endgame, the five <laughs> years older version, is not returning. We I didn't realize this yesterday when we were talking about it. Um, Emma Furman uh, from Chicago Fire is the actress who played Cassie Lang in Endgame. She has actually been replaced. And the girl, uh, the, the actress, sorry, that we were talking about yesterday, um, uh, uh, Catherine Newton, 
uh, the star of Detective Pikachu. Um, a great movie. I really like Detective Pikachu. I never saw it. Um, she will be playing Scott Lang's daughter instead. The recast news came uh, with some reactions from the actress who very graciously said, uh, just wanted to come on here and say, I see your all kind messages. She said this on Twitter. Um, thank you for all your support. It means the world to me. Uh, it has meant the world to me. Sorry. I was sad to... I was sad as you all to hear the news Thursday. I can only hope that this means there is something else for me in the future of the MCU. Um, I will always be grateful to have been part of the MCU and the biggest movie of all time. Being an actress is still my number one passion and I look forward to what the future holds. The crazy thing about that statement is it sounds to me like she didn't know. Yeah, um, that she was being recast. Yeah, it, it seems to me like she found out with the announcement like everyone else. And I hope that isn't the case. I hope what she means by it was as sad uh, for me as everyone else uh, means that like when it finally became public and that she was previously aware um, because it would feel a little weird to me if they would uh, recast her without giving her a heads up. Yes. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like that would be kind of a kind of a dick move. It would definitely be a dick move. Um, also, uh, the Broken Pirates in the chat did redeem a hearty Clarus. There you go. Um... Catherine Newton is wonderful. I really enjoyed her in Detective Pikachu. I do wonder if um, the recast is because Emma Furman is on a TV show. Uh, I believe uh, I believe Maybe. that that is still running. I believe Chicago Fire is still running. Uh, guys, I don't watch the Chicago shows. That's that's sixty six that's sixty six hours of television a year, and I already watch all the DC superhero shows. I don't have time. Yeah. I don't have time for Chicago. I'm so sorry, Chicago. You're a great city. Your pizza, better than I thought it was going to be as a New Yorker. Oh, wow. I, I was like, I was, I wanted to be mad at it, but I kind of liked it. And I, I don't know. I, 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 I this recasting, I don't know. I really liked the girl who, uh, Emma Furman, who played it in Endgame. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm surprised. Like, you were talking about it yesterday, and I was like, oh, yeah, great. It's going to be the same. Like, it just, like, didn't even cross my mind that mm -hmm. they would recast her, but there well, must be we were some so reason. like, oh, she's going to be a superhero now. Like, we were so focused on that, we weren't paying attention to the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's... I, it, there must be a reason for it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? There must be a reason for it, and I guess we'll find that out at some point. But, it, yeah, it's disappointing. Or maybe. <laughs> you know, Disney and Marvel, they have done a good job of keeping a lot of things under wraps. We don't... We still don't have, like, the real reason why um, Rhodey was recast. And that was the, the first big recast in the Marvel Universe. We yeah. have a bunch of different... Um, we have a bunch of different, like, speculations on it. But the, the, the like, real reason never came out. And they've done a really good job uh, keeping that hidden. Yeah. Um, Hammond Tears in the chat says, I feel like Catherine Newton would be a better for a multiple film project. Mm -hmm. It might also be... Um, the reason might also be related to Catherine Newton having a, a big film credit and being a movie star and Emma Furman not being. And they might be looking at yeah. giving Stature her own movie. They might be looking at that kind of down-the-road kind of thing. Yeah. And maybe they just needed a name that had a little bit more clout, mm -hmm. um, which would be unfortunate because I think that giving the opportunity to Emma Furman to become someone with clout might have been nice. But yeah, um, it's tough, right? Because you don't know. You, I don't know if this is a insidious move where they're like, we just want bigger names. Um, or if it's literally just, hey, that girl's on a TV show. Yeah. We don't want to have the MCU have to be at the beck and call of a network TV show that mm -hmm. shoots eight months of the year. You know, we don't want to have to try and shoot around that. So we're just going to cast someone who doesn't have that same kind of um, 
connection. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she might, although Emma Furman, I don't know anything about Chicago Fire. She might not be a regular on that show. I might be completely wrong here, but um, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't know. I I feel bad for her. Yeah. Cause yeah. like it, yeah, it kind of. I don't really, cause the royalties from Avengers Endgame must be. I mean, yeah, she's fine. Just but... unbelievable. Like yeah. Also, there there is the whole thing where she has the Avengers Endgame credit, and her name is getting out there because literally, if you if you just search up Ant Man right now, mm-hmm. every single news site has her name front and center. Yeah. Emma from an Emma, like so she's like her name's getting blasted out there right now yeah. and everyone knows that she is currently a free agent that's true watch yeah. her be in the Snyder Cut <laughs> don't do it which is a great don't segue to our next story Zack Snyder's Snyder television show which is not a Snyder Cut of a movie is nope, a television a show. show um uh, just before we move on, actually, Misguided Gamers Live is asking, do we know who has been cast as Kang yet? Yes, Misguider, I don't have it in front of me, but um, it was the uh, lead actor from um, uh, the Lovecraft... What was the second word in that title? Lovecraft... Um... Sorry, y'all. It's, uh... What is his name? Why doesn't this site have it? Jonathan Majors from Lovecraft Country. County? No, Country. Uh, Jonathan Majors will be playing Kang the Conqueror, mm-hmm. and I'm very excited because he's a talented actor and a very attractive man. Um, <laughs> I have a problem. Uh, we're moving on, though. Zack Snyder yep. has made a television show version of the Justice League movie yep. that is going to be four episodes long, maybe six, maybe seven. We don't know yet. But the experience will apparently be doing a simultaneously HBO Max and theater uh, release. So you will be able to go see the Snyder TV show in... Great, I can spend eight hours in the movie theater. Wait, what? I think it's four hours. Maybe there will be an intermission. It'll be like Gone with the Wind. Um, yeah. They're... Okay, okay. So they will be releasing it. Uh, I think I think the version of it that I would go see is if they put this in IMAX. I know the original Justice League cut did have IMAX footage in it filmed on IMAX cameras. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I would like to see those sequences in an IMAX theater personally. Yeah. Um, because I, I'm going to be honest, there are some there are some visual sequences in the Justice League movie that are really awesome. That are, yeah. that are that, you know, particularly stuff around the uh, opening fight against Darkseid. For sure. Um, stuff like that I'm really excited for. Mm-hmm. But uh, it does, yeah, it does look like if you are the kind of person who was disappointed by the idea of seeing the Snyder Cut or TV show, as I'm calling it now, in your home on a 50-inch television, you can go see it in a 50-foot theater. Um, 50-foot theater. This news also came with the fact that Zack Snyder said it's probably going to be R-rated. Oh, interesting. Because Batman is going to drop an F-bomb. Oh, my goodness. All right. I'm not okay with it. No? Here's the thing. We're really getting to the point where, like, Batman is not for kids. Yeah. At all. And yep. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, Batman v Superman was not for kids. That was, like, I know, dark. but, like, at least Batman v Superman was, like, rated for teenagers. Okay. I just, I don't know. There's a part of me that's, like, Batman meant so much to me when I was, like, 10. Yeah. And the idea that we're taking that character away from that age group is very odd Mm -hmm. 
in a way that I just I don't I don't really know how I feel about. It. I know that a lot of kids are gonna want to see this movie because it's the Justice League and like there's the Justice yeah. League cartoon and there's you know like these these characters live in a world that is for a younger audience mm-hmm. and I just don't know how I feel about the biggest screen versions of them being like I don't mind like the Joker movie the smaller ones I don't mind like these offshoots of being it being R-rated, adult movies I don't sure. mind Birds of Prey being R-rated mm-hmm. but like Justice League to me should be for everybody mm-hmm. and it's kind of weird to me that this one won't be yeah I also don't love Batman mowing down people with guns on his car which is apparently a sequence that might not be true but like I don't know it just it is it is an odd direction to take the Justice League yeah well the, I mean the more and more that we hear about this the like less excited we are for it yeah that's true I mean, like, you and I, like, when this first was announced, we watched Justice League together, because I hadn't seen it yet. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't seen it yet. And I was like, this is a flaming pile of garbage. Like, I was like, what is this movie that you are making me watch? And, like... Henry Cavill with Shrek face? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he looked like Shrek. It was so odd to me. I was like, how was this a... De- like, like, mm, yeah, anyways... Didn't like it. And so, you know, then David told me about the the history behind it and what happened with the cut, like, what happened with the directors and everything like that. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, interesting. You know, I understand how, um, how, like, like, the pressures that must have been on those people to, like, get this out despite all these, like, like extraneous circumstances. It, like, uh, okay, I can see maybe how it went wrong. Mm-hmm. And, you know... It'll be, I think, kind of interesting to see how it, it should have been. And now we're not even getting that. We're well, getting yeah, it is a-, a TV show yeah. with new footage and different... Like, it's not going to be what Justice League was supposed to be. Well, it's, it's not a movie a, anymore. No, no, no. It's a literally entirely new entity. And I'm just kind of like... My, my biggest... My... my... I don't want to say concern because I'm not really concerned. All I, here's the thing: at the end of the day, like I am not invested in this because it doesn't. Warner Brothers is safe in the fact that like once this comes out, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. They're not gonna like continue this universe. They've already recast Batman with Robert Pattinson. The Flashpoint movie is. They've already announced that it's going to like fix all this so that we get into like a more functional version of a justice league universe Mm -hmm. so like they warner brothers is literally putting this out to put it out and there's not really like long-term consequences i just realized that there's a salt shaker on the table oh yeah all right um so they're putting this out because they're hoping that it's going to draw eyes to hbo max but ultimately i i just I, i i wonder what kind of eyes it's going to draw in and where the like family market for here's the thing here's the thing avengers makes money because you can bring your kids to it and mm-hmm. like a family of six can all go watch the avengers movies yeah. and be reasonably sure that they're going to be okay mm-hmm. right like there's no concern you're not going to make three billion dollars on a justice league movie if it's got batman dropping the f-bomb yeah. you know what i mean like i as much as like nerds like me are gonna go see it we are we are a good market force we, but we're not the best <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean we're not the biggest yeah um and i don't know that th- this 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 violent 
aggressive, n- like nepo- or, uh, nihilistic Batman is not going to draw people to the theaters. I just don't think it is. I miss the Justice League cartoon of my youth when Batman was the person who was tortured and brooding, but always did the right thing. Yeah. And where, where Superman was the beacon of light for the world because he always did the right thing. Mm-hmm. And Wonder Woman always did the right thing. And it, things got complicated and their decisions were difficult, but they made the right choice. Yeah. And what we're getting right now is a bunch of people who make a lot of wrong choices and are sad boys about it. And it's just... I yeah. mean, Wonder Woman is still great, but, like, I'm, I'm just tired of, like, sad, angsty, like, prepubescent Batman. Yeah. Who's a 40-year-old man who behaves like he's in middle school with his, like, violent mood swings where he tries to, like, murder people because they might not be good people, like... Yeah. Or who brands people by burning his mark into their chest. I, it's it's just dark yeah. and weird. Yeah. It... <laughs> um, uh, Henry Terriers in the chat says, I feel like DC got carried away after the Dark Knight trilogy's take on Batman and missed the point with the future of DC movies completely. These movies weren't just good because they were dark and edgy. They actually had substance. Well, but, but like, as, as dark and edgy as the Nolan ones were... Batman wasn't that wasn't the darkness in them. Yeah. And that's what's weird about the Zack Snyder Batman is that he is the darkest part of his movies. The villains in those movies are less Lex Luthor in Batman v Superman is less dark. I mean granted he like kidnaps Martha and like it's it's messed up. Those Polaroids are messed up. Yeah. But like well and he's going to have her like burnt alive with a flamethrower, which is really like bad. But like that should be the worst thing in the movie. Like Batman shouldn't be out darkening the villains of your film. Yeah. And they kind of did that in a way that I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Um, Joe Lurker asks, are they becoming more antiheroes compared to how they were? Uh, Superman isn't, but Batman is certainly an antihero right now. Yeah, kind of. Like it's just less and... so in Joss Whedon's Justice League, but who knows what Zack Snyder's Justice League is going to look like? Well, exactly. Like. Uh, yeah, like I said, the more we find out about it, the less inclined I am to watch it. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna watch it just because I'm curious. Like, I want to yeah. know. Yeah, Can I'm you just show me. I'm just less excited. I want to know about these strangers like me. I'm just much less excited to see it than I was when I heard about it. Yeah, so. I, an R-rated Justice League just feels weird to me. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know what, the, I don't know what the long-term strategy is here. No, I mean, I, I don't know, but. Yeah. Still. Dill Pickle brings up the Flashpoint Batman, um, who is supposed to be, like, the, the, the dark Batman who takes it too far. Um, for those of you who don't know, there's, uh, the Flashpoint in the comics is a event where uh, the Flash goes back in time to save his mother uh, from being killed by the Reverse Flash. He's successful, and when he comes back to the present, the world is wildly different. Uh, and instead of... It doesn't really make sense, um, because Bruce Wayne is older than um, Flash... So I don't really understand how this changed, mm-hmm. but uh, Bruce died in front of the theater instead of his parents, and so his parents, be- Thomas Wayne, becomes the Batman in that universe, and his mother becomes the Joker, and Thomas Wayne as the Batman is brutally dark. Here's the thing about the Flashpoint movie: you can't make that anymore. You can't make that version of Batman anymore because there's no way that Thomas Wayne in Flashpoint can be darker than the Batman we have right now. Yeah. You you can't <laughs> you can't outdo the Ben Affleck Batman in Batman v Superman. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's already moody enough. Like... 
Um, Misguided Gamer uh, asks, wait, so the new Wonder Woman and Aquaman won't continue their stories after this. Uh, no, Misguided Gamer, they will. They, I just, they won't, I don't think that they're going to move forward in any way that is related to the Justice League movie. I think that they're going to move those stories forward and kind of like forget the continuity of the Justice League movie and that's how they're going to do it. I think yeah. that they're just going to ignore it. They're going to do Flashpoint. The The things that are going to survive Flashpoint are going to be Robert Pattinson's Batman, Wonder Woman, and I'm speculating here. I don't know this for sure, but mm -hmm. um, Wonder Woman is going to be fine. Aquaman is going to be fine. They're Those two are money makers, right? Um, Ezra Miller will probably still be the Flash. Um, and Henry Cavill will probably still be Superman. Uh, but that you know even that's questionable but i i want him to be superman i really actually He's like great. him yeah yeah Shazam's going to be fine Shazam 2 is coming out so like the the, the individual series are going to move forward but this justice league is going to be kind of thrown out the window mhm mm is saying superman doesn't necessarily need to go around breaking people's necks either counterpoint um taters is that in the comics the first person that superman ever killed was zod and the i actually appreciated that decision in Man of Steel to have him kill Zod because the idea was that he kills Zod and that is the reason he never kills anyone ever again was because he does mm. it one time because he has to he has to kill Zod in that moment or those people are going to die and he never never kills again and I mm. think that having your main character do something that dark to learn the lesson of why not to do it is valuable and right. I want them to move forward with Henry Cavill Superman not murdering because he did he killed someone in the heat of a battle it's not murder he killed someone who was going to murder a, a family with kids yeah and he never kills again yeah sorry I just went on a tear no you're fine I, I like I like superheroes I know I know and like you know that's why we do this because it matters yeah, yeah, yeah you know well like, let's not say it matters to us <laughs> to us yes yeah <laughs> no and it matters in the grand scheme of things Justice League not all that important. <laughs> no, but like it matters to people. Uh, um, Joe Lurker says, wasn't there already an animated Flashpoint? There was. It's good. But that's in the animated universe, which is separate from the live action universe. Those are two separate things. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the animated universe are just like literal like animated remakes of the comics. Mm -hmm. um, and they're excellent. Uh, the other... Um, um, uh, oh God, there's a Superman one that's really good. Um, the one where he has cancer. Not cancer, but, like, Superman cancer. Superman, okay. Superman cancer. Um, yeah. Also, Under the Red Hood. Very good. I like mm. Under the Red Hood a lot. Jason mm. Todd is a very interesting character. And I'm excited to see what happened to him in Zack Snyder's Justice League television show coming to theaters? Here's the question. They've said that the Snyder Cut television show thing is going to be in four parts. Are you going to have to, like, go to the theater each week, or will it all drop at once? I don't know. That's why I'm very confused. Yeah. Like, I, that's why I don't understand. I think we just don't understand. I don't know. I just, I don't know what they're thinking. But. We're going to, I feel like this is one of those things where we have to wait until they announce things. Yeah. Because we don't know. And if you want to keep hearing about nerd news, you're going to have to wait until tomorrow because that's the end of our show. Ooh, what a segue. Slick. Very slick. <laughs> Y'all, thank you so much for sticking around. We are not going to be streaming today. Uh, no game streams, unfortunately. We are, I'm going to be streaming tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday night. Uh, going to be playing some Fall Guys Friday night to get into Season 3 with my buddy 
uh, Jack uh, uh, at um, BuckyJW on Twitch. Um, and I'm also going to be streaming tomorrow night with at Tommy for underscore Tsunami. We're going to be continuing our weekly Diablo game. Uh, but uh, we're going to take the rest of the day off because I, I y'all, I, I wanted to take Tuesday off because I want to um, change some things with the stream. So we're going to be having some fun. Tomorrow, you're going to notice uh, a, a little bit of a different setup, which is going to be exciting. Moving onwards and upwards, everyone. So we will be back for the morning show tomorrow, which will still look like this. Yeah, um, the morning and then show is not. Our game thing. streams tomorrow are going to be um, are going to be fun. Some new stuff yeah. going on. Um, do you have anything you want to? Uh, nope, I'm gonna be uh, back at it tomorrow and Saturday. Still playing Cyberpunky. I think I'm gonna play Cyberpunk tomorrow. Um, I, I yeah, I right now that's the plan. So right. so that'll be tomorrow and then Skyrim Saturday as always. Twitch.tv slash Claris Dracaris. And this, of course, is twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly. You can find the nerdy nightly around the internet. YouTube, Twitter, Patreon, Reddit, TikTok. Uh, TikTok. We're blowing up on Twik on Twik Twak. On Twik Twak. Uh, as always, we just want to say a huge thank you to our patrons. We couldn't do this without you. You are the backbone of the Nerdy Nightly, and mm. we adore you. Uh, yeah. If you'd like to become a patron, uh, you can join for as little as $1 a month. That's $0.25 cents a week. Yeah. $0.25 cents a week gets you the additional uh, podcast that is more of a behind-the-scenes, more of a personal podcast, as well as some behind-the-scenes content. And uh, patron-only Discord. And the patron-only Discord. Uh, and, of course, there is more available at the tiers above that, yeah. including uh, a movie night that is going to be this Saturday. Yeah, we have our patron movie night um, this Saturday. We do it the third Saturday of every month. Yeah. Um, we also have decided we are going to do a public movie watch along with um, everyone who is welcome to join. Um, so that'll be in, uh, Wednesday, December the 23rd. And that'll be taking place in our Discord, The Art of Underground. We hope to see you there. Yeah. As always, I'm going to grab this first. My yeah. name's David Webb. I'm Marielle Edwards. <laughs> do something nerdy tonight. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye